And welcome back, everybody. Today is a benching and bullshitting episode. Uh, we're coming hot off of the baddest benchers on the planet two competition, which was on Saturday uh, down in Kingwood, Texas, down in near Houston. So we're going to go ahead. Um, we are going live on Instagram, and we're going to answer some questions as soon as we get some people on here and uh, just talk and bullshit about some benching that we did. So we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. It's a fantastic first half of the week. Our first half of the first half of the year for us has been uh, pretty spectacular. Um, if anybody caught the pay per view, then I mean it's, this is old news already. And if I talk about it, it's, it's, I'm just kind of uh, reverberating. Um, but I did weigh in. I know my profile picture on the live um, said like 315. I actually weighed in at 324. So just to put that out there, I weighed 324. That's the most I've ever weighed in my life by about five or six pounds. And uh, I brought two shirts with me, all intentions of using one as an opener shirt and then using my other, my newer one for second and third. But I was so big that I didn't need to switch shirts. So I just stayed in the uh, I just stayed in the uh, the black one, my my, my old one. And uh, <clears throat> taking the opener of twelve, it was I was all I don't speak kilo, so I think it was twelve fourteen or twelve fifteen. Um, almost didn't touch. Now, when I was in York, where I hit the big number, the 1320, um, 12.25 touched like that. I was like, well, whoa. So if I'll open slightly lighter than that, and then I'll switch shirts. I'll probably, you know, because that's probably losing a little bit of a pop under, you know, 1200 plus. And um, <laughs> no, it in fact did not lose. It, it gained pop because I had more of me mm-hmm. behind it. So. Um, opener was pretty successful. I didn't think it was going to move that fast. And then, uh, 1273 on a second attempt. It was a struggle. Yeah. What happened was on the handoff, they were handing it out to me. And then Logan was, uh, on the handoff in the middle and he was saying out, 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 out. And the side guys, he said they kind of stopped and they stopped short of where I needed it. So I, I said, oh shit, it's racket. So we threw it back on the rack. I did not get off the bench. I just stayed there. Let's just do it again, do it again. Got it out a second time, brought it down. I had no gas. I was I was completely out of fuel. Um, and it felt like a Mack truck. Um, being under that load twice and then having, you know, not decompressing and not do it re- not sitting up and taking a breath or anything. Oh yeah, you didn't take your wraps off? Nope. I just held onto the bar and just took it out a second time. Um, couldn't get it to touch and then uh, repeated it on my third and smoked 1273 on my third, which is my second heaviest bench I've ever done. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, it was not going to be a, a record setting day because we were lifting on a bench with a Texas bench bar. I don't know what it is with the Texas bench bars, <clears throat> but um, they whip like crazy. I you probably can't see anything in the videos, but when I'm coming down with that kind of weight, the bar it's not it's not bouncing up and down this way. It's flexing back and forth this way as I'm coming down. So I'm actually doing this. Yeah, like zigzag. It's very hard to control. Um, and yeah, she. Uh, do you get scared when I lift? She, someone's asking. Uh, not normally during. Uh, after I think of everything that could have gone wrong. Okay. Um, the night before, I usually get nervous, but during, I'm very, very confident in you and very confident in the people we had helping you. Having our normal crew always helps. Yeah. I did have anxiety for the first time at this meet because our crew wasn't there, but then once we got there and warm-ups were going good and, um, the back room, like the camaraderie between all you guys, yeah. there was no, it was, it was different than last year. It was. This year... Everybody was there to help each other. Last year was it was amazing. It was more a cutthroat kind of yeah feeling. Last there was like year. more. There was like animosity. There was yeah. just like weird little things. And this year there was none of that. It nope. was just a bunch of dudes hanging out with their crews and their wives, and we just had fun. Yeah, it was fucking yeah, awesome. So it was it was nice. He says, "Shit, I get terrified watching heavy benches, especially when spotting." Yeah, I bet it would be scarier <clears throat> spotting. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's uh, it's pretty crazy, but so yeah, it's uh, I I was mostly excited. It's not my heaviest bench ever, and like I said, I was not going to break my own mark 
on that bench with that bar. It was not going to happen. The, the bar was whipping so goddamn bad. Um, it was just not going to... That touch, like you got down to like an inch. Even on your first one, it was like stuttering at the bottom and that was your the whip. Mm-hmm. And just trying to control it enough to touch without dumping it into yourself. That was very... I was shocked that I actually got the third lift. Yeah. Because of how unstable... And the, and the tighter the shirt got at the bottom, the more... The control aspect became more and more important. I, I am shocked that mm-hmm. I actually got it because it was... I will say I was <laughs> a little bit nervous for the second and third because I wanted you to stop at one. Seeing how hard it was. Well... But... You were also there to hang out, and you were safe, and it was. And we it, it we was traveled was. down there. Yeah. I was like, I am not going to just do one. I'm going to try to do three. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was not going to break my record. I I knew that. When I've done heavy benches in the past, it's either been on an Iron Wolf bar or the F8 bench bar, not a Texas strength bench bar. There's something about. I was talking to Mark Chalet, and he was talking about. Uh, how they manufacture barbells, heat treating, cold rolling, all this different stuff. And he said just something about the steel that Texas Power Bars use is just just something about that isn't good. Mm. And having now benched on that bar with this much weight, I'm so now when I was there last year uh, benching 1,080, I didn't have any of that problem. Mm-hmm. Now going 12 plus almost 1,300 pounds, I, a had, lot more bar I had that yeah. problem. So... But having experience with that bar, an Iron Wolf bar, F8 bar, it's clearly no no, um, no contest. You know what probably actually helped you control that a lot more was the work you're doing with the band bell yes. bar. You've been doing a lot of that, so Jim that was, probably really helped he was, keep yeah. this safe, yeah, now that was, I think about it. He was kind enough to send me an Emax bar, and I've been using it for about, well, since the Arnold, because mm-hmm. he sent it to me right after the Arnold, and... That's really that's that's gonna be a game changing movement. The, using yeah, because that's like a lot of whip. Yes. You know, and it kind of sets you up for that, and makes sure all the little stuff in your arms isn't shocked. Yeah, and everybody, we're out in our car because <laughs> at, at the beginning I stated that we came home, and ironically, out of the entire apartment complex, our building has no power. Yeah. And they gave me an estimate between ten and three a.m. for when they're gonna get turned back on. We so. got in for like what an hour. Yep. And just laid down for like 30 minutes. He put his CPAP on and then all of a sudden it was like, boom. I was like, oh shit. I so. took it off. Like, <laughs> hey, can you turn that back on? I was like, oh, it's off. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. So I, I actually can't sleep until the power comes back on because I, I can't sleep without my machine. And he hasn't so. slept. Fun for being me. Let's see. Since the meet. I mean, you napped yeah. for like an hour before we got back to the hotel at like 2 a.m., packed yeah. up, laid down, back up at 4.15 our our flight <laughs> left at seven, so we had to be on yeah. the road by four in a fucking Uber. So that was fun. Thomas says, "Can you compare the bar whip, kind of, with these commercial gym bars or ollie bars that roll so freaking much that all the weights just make spins on the bar? So there's no like spinning with the weights and stuff. I don't think that's mm-hmm. enough weight to where it's not gonna really spin. But it's." that much if there's any kind of, and i'm not bringing you know you, when you're bringing a heavy load down you're gonna have some kind of you know you know shaking your body is under tremendous load and that reverberates into the bar and the, when the bar starts whipping with that much weight it's not gonna stop yeah but the bar wasn't rolling in your hands at all no it, it was just it didn't roll it just i was just shaking i was just whipping 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 back and forth like yeah. this so i was not happy with that so given the circumstances very, very pleased. Yeah, good day. Think you'll ever hit 1,200 single ply. That is an ultimate goal that I have. Yeah, it's on the board. It's on my goals yeah. board. So, yeah, I plan to get into single ply. I don't know about this year yet. I still want to try and take a crack at benching 1,400 first before mm-hmm. I switch. Um, but I've been handling 12, 13, 14 so often. It's like I'm so much more confident with it um, that I think we'll be able to do it. Oh, and Becca, she says we miss you already. <laughs> you too. <laughs> what miss, a weekend, man. We miss you guys, too. It was fun. Keep going. We watching you. Good luck. Thank you. I was trying to, I'm trying to catch up now. Okay. I have an Emacs bar. How do you implement it in training? I do not use it typically on bench days. I use it on non-bench days. 
So on lower body days, yes, I trade lower body right now. <laughs> lower body days are at the end of a back day. Um, I'll, I'll load it up with, oh, generally about 50 pounds per side and just do about four to five sets of 20 reps. Just getting a lot of reverberating motion mm -hmm. and just really keeping the shoulders healthy and building them internally, which you can't do by doing any number of dumbbell laterals and overhead stuff. Yeah, really doing that pop at the top to make it shake Do pop at the top, I'll pause off the chest or I'll pause on the chest. I'll do just touch and go. I'll change it up mm -hmm. during the set to make sure those weights are actually like really moving. Yeah. Once you just do the same movement for so long, the weights kind of get a Used rhythm. To it, yeah. But once you stop the bar, oh, now the weights are really moving. Then you can really get some really good Yeah, uh, holding it at the bottom, like that Spoto press, like one and a half inches or so off the chest. Yep. Is the ultimate shaking. Absolutely. Pausing off the chest was yeah. very difficult. Also, before you keep going, you mentioned your uh, the lower body day. Somebody had either sent you a message or a comment that said something about... Um, like your lower body strength and how like your legs looked so strong during these benches. Oh. And I have to agree. I saw it earlier. Um, and I think that has played a huge role in some of these big benches. Oh yeah. Lately. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, my lower body engagement during a bench is high as is. Mm -hmm. So having a stronger, more conditioned lower body lets me have lower body drive longer and harder during a big bench and stability wise mm -hmm. too. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got back into it because it really made a difference. What was the placings? Um, myself took first. Mm -hmm. Tidy Meeker took second. With 11.15. 11.15. I got it. Rich Putnam mm -hmm. took third with... I want to say it was like 10.67. No, it was 10.11. No, so he did. He benched 11.07. He got an 1,100-pound bench, but he did it on his fourth. So the fourth didn't count for the money placement. Oh. It just counted for the master's all-time heaviest bench ever. So, okay. Or something like that. So he still got third placing-wise, but it was like 1063 or 1067. Yeah. And then Calais, mm -hmm. our buddy Calais, took fourth with like 1058, I want to say, or 62, something in that range, yeah. And everybody got a bench. There was no yeah, bomb no outs. one bombed out. Everyone, and it was... This was great. So the first meet ever, seven 1,000-plus-pound benches mm -hmm. on the same platform. Yep. Every single person benched a grand or more. That's, Nobody bombed out. There were yeah. no arguments. Everyone was just vibing. Yeah. We all had... Most of us had gone to dinner with each other at least once. Mm -hmm. And... It or was, twice or it three was times, yeah. Very cool. Very, yeah. very awesome meet. I was very happy. You know who I'm probably the most impressed with? Bob Merck. Yeah. He drove 25 hours straight from New Jersey, got there Friday afternoon, mm -hmm. weighed in, lifted all day, left. He benched 1,000 pounds after 25-hour drive and no sleep. Yeah. And then lifted, said peace out, and drove 25 hours back to New Jersey so he can be at work tomorrow morning. A freaking tank. That's gross. <laughs> and he was just so happy and fun yeah. the whole time. It was really cool having him and Matt there. Yeah, it was very fun. Thomas says, should come up with a 2,000 capacity bench bar with, with without any bend. Make it a 90-pound bar for all I care. Keep a, keep your lifters safe. Yeah, it's... um. The, uh, the F8 bar is supposed to have a 2,500-pound capacity. Mm -hmm. Now, it it does still flex. When I put 13, 1400 pounds on it, it still flexes, but it doesn't shake or bounce or anything like that. But a 90 pound, just like mammoth monster of a bar. I know they got the mammoth bar out there, but like make it like a, I don't know, mastodon. I don't know what the fuck. Do you think it bends just as much or moves as much as a squat bar or do you? Less. Less. So like bar. benching with a squat bar, that wouldn't be that as thick as a squat bar. Well, the problem is, is the length of the bar inside the collars is longer. Yeah, yeah, so I get very... that. But, like, if they made a bench bar that was, like, a 65-pound bar that was solid like that. I think they should. I don't know why. 55 seems to be the limit on these bars. Why not make a 65? I mean, it makes sense for a meat, I guess. Like, But the weight is the weight. If it's 300 pounds. Yeah, they use a 65-pound squat it's 300 bar. Pounds. Why not yeah, make it doesn't a matter 60... how much the bar is. I don't have a fucking clue why they don't do that. 
Probably because there's like literally only one person on the planet benching 1,300 pounds. I guess. <laughs> Dude, 1,200 single ply is in the bag for you. Thank you. I think it is, too. I just don't know what I'm going to have to, what I'm going to do it. And you'll have to cut. You'll have to lose weight to get back in those single plies. There's no mm. way we're stuffing 324 pounds into those shirts. No, yeah, we might be able to do it. I'm not doing that. Well, we'll figure it out. Oh, Matt's on here. I thought a little bit about getting in a single ply super katana after my next meet. Any suggestion on sizing? Well, just for reference sake, well, the last time I was in a katana. Mm -hmm. Not uh, at this body weight. I was 315, and I was wearing a size 50 with a 46 chest. Now, that shirt had been used in five meets, so mm -hmm. it was chested opened up. But it started out as a 50 with a 46 chest at five foot five, 315, 310 pounds. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm heavier now, but... Um, so take that inspiration. I think if I remember how how big of a mammoth monster you were, um, you might need a little bit more shoulder room. Maybe maybe start at a fifty-two with a downsized chest, like a fifty-two fifty. Go from there. Go and from there. You can always adjust it. Get yeah. the sleeves fixed. Maybe and... start there. Break it in. Go. Oh, sleeves are too long. Chest is too big. You can center it and have them take that stuff in. Yeah. Also, if you order your single ply from Anderson, I highly recommend upgrading and paying for the KLA collar instead yes. of a stock collar. Yep. It makes all the difference. Yep. Get a KLA collar. Kila Lima Alpha. KLA. Hello from Australia. Awesome lifting. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, I said thank you for him. 100-pound <laughs> bar. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, if someone's going to bench... I mean, unless they're benching 95 pounds. Oh, I mistake then. the mammoth bars. That's the deadlift bar that's 10 feet long. That's oh, like, yeah. Probably not going to bench with that. the deadlift but... bar. I'm just thinking of like the, what's the, the blue whale bar. Something just the strongest, stiffest, motherfucking hunk of steel bar you could ever lift with. I don't know. What holds 2,500? The F8 bench bar. Is rated for 2,500. Rated like a static rate weight of like 2,500 pounds. I don't know if we can actually get that much weight on the bar. Not sure about and that. And we don't have enough kilos to try. Cody so. says, what's up, champ and Mrs. Champ? Hello. How you doing, Cody? I seen your lifting, dude. It's, you, you make my week so much better. I, I like watching your, your progress. It's really, it's really inspiring. Yeah, he's, Thomas is saying, use a actual like harder material than steel mm -hmm. or some kind of steel mix i imagine we want some flex in it though right because what every, doesn't every bend bar, breaks every bar has to bend somewhat. yeah like bridges bend and shit like that yeah, like, we can't just have something that doesn't bend no, but, it'll but just... something that doesn't bounce and zigzag would be nice yes that would be fantastic hello from india someone said what's up can you share the weekly schedule to increase bench that's a very loaded difficult question so you share your schedule you go from there my schedule my start of my week as actually saturdays i don't start on mondays or anything like that most important day of the week saturday morning shirted bench so i start saturday morning shirted bench uh do all my shirt work my tricep work back whatever then on sundays is a lower body day um, just whatever deadlift squat or a variation i'm off on mondays and i'm off on fridays so off monday Come in Tuesday, it's upper back day. Just a full, like a bodybuilding style upper back day. Uh, five to six different movements, shrugs, rows, shrugs, rows, whatever. Uh, high rep, medium reps. Wednesday is my not shirted bench day. Some people would call it raw. I don't. It's my not shirted day. Uh, I do bench variations, usually with protection, like a Widowmaker or a Ram. Uh, whatever the, just I rotate the movements on Wednesdays. And then Thursday is a second lower body day. That's... That's... And you can see, if you don't know this, he has a Patreon account, um, $10 a month, and he records every workout, every set, commentary. Sometimes you get to see our cruise lifts and stuff, and that's up on Patreon every day that he's in the gym. Um, we'll have a video from this whole weekend up probably tomorrow. Well, when our power comes back on. That, yeah. Can't do anything until then. Yeah. But So that's there, too, if you actually want to see like all the stuff he does. This good gentleman said, I can fit 2,000 on my bar because I made the plates at work. But it's only rated for 1,500. Hmm. Interesting. 
it's probably also a liability thing. These companies have to put a rating, an yeah. undershot rating. Like, um, could you move two grand on that bar? It's it's like it could say it's rated for twenty five hundred, and reality could hold three thousand. Yeah. They don't want some jackass to put three thousand on a bar and kill themselves. I mean, twenty five hundred would kill you. A thousand will kill you. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Yeah. They have to undershoot the actual rating, I think. I mean, I'd be very impressed if someone can hold two grand with their bones. I get your point, Thomas. Yep, I do. Will you ever compete in Raw? I have no interest. Nope, no interest at all. You have before. Well, a little but bit. But not in a Yeah, long I time. get that question quite a bit, but no, I have no interest at all. Uh, if I do, it's going to be years from now when I want to do it, not yeah. because others say I should or aren't impressed with what I do, whatever. <laughs> Jimmy, do you use any kind of mouth guards on your heavy lifts? I don't. Um, nope. I oh, my favorite pneumonia. Uh, no, I don't use mouth guards at all. I always hated them. It just, it's like it's distracting for me. I don't like the way it feels. Um, and then, uh, what's your best favorite pneumonia? Right now, I'm really on the Ward uh, through Anderson Powerlifting. They have several different levels. There's this cool little one that comes in a purple bottle with a little cap. You flick it and you squeeze it and it's called toxin pretty nice um they also have uh the doom cylinder which is just absolutely insane don't i don't recommend that because it's really fucking strong i've used uh obsidian i've used the skull smashes i like their scents and stuff but i like to use and support and then what anderson the, uses what juji mufu you got like the bourbon yeah. one or something that one time oh i got one those were fun I Juji Mufu's uh, ammonias actually smell like you know Skull Smash. Oh, it's got it's 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 minty or it's uh, cinnamon or and you can kind or eucalyptus. It's you can kind of smell it, but Juji Mufu's scents. I got a leather scented one. It didn't no shit. Smelled like a leather wallet with cat piss also, but you could actually like, <laughs> like your whoa. cat peed in your car. I think is what we said. It yeah, like, like yeah, heavy scent. So. That was pretty fun. He had like he had like dirt. Yeah, uh, there was weird. There was like a macaroni and cheese. There was like sea, the weirdest shit. Sea water. Like he has like <laughs> thirty five different scents. They're pretty fun. Pretty crazy. He <laughs> said gear deficit day on Wednesdays. That's right. <laughs> it was amazing. So your thing. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate that. Three twenty almost killed me. Let alone a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> 325, yeah, give yourself all the credit, man, absolutely. Had to log out quick, but any answer on the neck arm measurement? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, we never even told anyone. Um, it was We got distracted. I got very distracted. I, <laughs> I had a lot of entries on that, and only one person got it right. It was Sean Deal. Really? Did he get it right for both, the neck and the arm? He got arm? it exactly <gasps> right. Whoa. So my neck is 22 inches. It is there. Yeah, we had to find it first. My neck is 22 inches, and my arms cold just are sitting there, just yeah. sitting there are 23. I had a lot of 20. A lot of people are saying 25. I'm like, well, I'm flattered, but they're not that big. Mm -hmm. I'm only five foot five, so it's kind of deceiving. We've never measured them like after a bench day or anything. If they though. were pumped, if I pumped bicep and tricep, I could, I can see them maybe being 24, but bone cold or stone cold. You, only, you think only an inch? Yeah. Because I used to pump up my neck for the Marines, for my weigh-ins, mm -hmm. all four sides, and I only gained like an inch and a half at most. Now it's pumped up from Peter Panda. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By design. Design. Do you think Julius will get 800? Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely no Just no a matter doubt. of when. No. Nice to meet you yesterday, brother. Spotting you on that 1273 was legit. Oh. Well, thank they, you. Thank you for doing that. I, I appreciate you being there for me. The The sport needs help like that. I, it's greatly appreciated. Thank you. I do static squat and bench holds, so that's why I want a bar that can hold a ton. Oh, well, I, literally a ton. Yeah. I think you can hold a ton. No shit. That's I guess awesome. if it's static and not moving, it's probably... Yeah. I mean, it'll move a little bit, but... Mm -hmm. Ward is amazing. Because of the steel tube, yes, that's yeah, that yeah. Is one of and them. and they get the little refillable pouches. It's, it, it's that's it, really nice. It doesn't leak and it's refillable. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Speaking speaking of Juju Mufu, Mothman's on here. Did you see he tried a bench shirt the other week with Dave Tate? Yeah. Did what? you see that? No. Yeah, he was at Elite FTS, and he. Uh, I think that was a while ago. That was remember he 
did it at the Arnold when he came over and he was like, oh, I put that on and it, like, how do you do that? When we were running to the, he was running to the bathroom yeah, and came back. Yeah, but I don't remember that conversation. But then, I thought that was that a long time ago, but maybe mm. I saw a video of it yeah. more recently. We'll have that's, to go look. That's cool though. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. He should try getting on his channel. We will. I want to get on there. I guessed huge, Matt says. Huge. So I wasn't wrong. No, you, yeah. weren't, you weren't wrong, technically. I don't think they're big enough, though. It's all relative. I called it 22 for both. You're very close. Yeah. But only, damn, I got 23. <laughs> yeah, it was very close. So that was, a. Uh, let's see, 22, 23. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for the, the guesses. I don't know. We were just sitting, because it was like, it was a long meet. It was, most of the lifters got there like seven. And awards weren't done until like 11 p.m. So we did a lot of sitting around, and there was just a tape measure on the table, and we were. I was like, "Hey, let's let's measure our neck, <laughs> neck and arms." So we made a poll about it. So yeah, yeah. 22 and 23. Um, that's cold. Everything cold. Uh, and Wendell's on here too. Oh hey. Fuck, that's three inches on my arms. 20 is still big. Though. That's like a milestone, you know. Dang, I was close. I said 22 for everybody. Mm -hmm. Was very close. But Sean Deal got it absolutely on the dot. Did I give you the spicy flavor of Skull Smack? You did. You did. That shit gave me headaches. Yeah, it was. it's strong. I'm not going to take anything away from that. What did you think about the bench itself yesterday? The pad is much Squishy. squishier yeah. than I'm used to. I like a very firm, hard bench pad mm -hmm. um, but I was still able to perform on it so the the pad was not the problem the bar was the problem yeah but also the pad was 14 inches 13 oh it was 13 13 12 12 and a half or 13 one of the two which is awesome because it was his hybrid one right yeah but it's still yeah. it's not extra wide but it's not top. 14 oh, okay. I think it's 12 and a half or 13 I oh, forget so the bottom is just narrower yeah Oh. So that people aren't having their legs spread super far apart. You can get your legs nice I and close. I thought he did the 14-12. No. It's like 13-10 or 12 and a half, 10. Oh. Yeah. Still, it was nice. It's just a standard IPA yeah. pad with a tapered with base. With a tapered base. Got you. So, yeah, it was fine. Um, face savers need to come up Yeah, the face savers. Now, Tiny did say, shit, they were supposed to drill two additional holes in the bottom of the of the supports yeah, but, but they didn't oh shit isn't good enough when thousand pound benches hit people's chests yesterday i know but what are you gonna I, you know it's i don't know that's the only complaint that i have is my biggest thing face was savers. the bar the bar was not good the texas the texas oh well, yeah bars. i guess the bar the bar and then face savers there you go but they were high enough that any major body parts aren't going to it, no one's going to get killed it's still going to touch you yeah it's going to I mean, land you, on they you they might break a rib or whatever but they're not going to it's you not know gonna, it's not break gonna, your neck and it's cut not your head sever off your so. spine it's going to yeah. it's going to land on you but it's not going to sink in too far yeah uh, they do need to come up though dude your arms look way more than 20 well i see i'm five foot five <laughs> i'm really short so that's why they might he have the, bigger, yeah. the illusion of being bigger people always say oh i thought you were so much taller <laughs> And we're like, sorry. Uh, <laughs> He's only 5'5". Five five. Thomas says, I've been using this one custom-made mold to my mouth by still getting used to it a bit. I'm a biter when lifting. I don't have that problem, mm -mm. which is another reason why I've uh, never used one. But they just, I don't like them. I, I've never, I really don't like them. Yeah, mine makes me gag. But it's either that or my jaw hurts so bad from biting down. Is there any significance behind the song you chose when you benched yesterday? So, I I I'm a I was born in '90, so I grew I had the best years of my childhood, obviously in the '90s, and Jamiroquai uh, was the guy who sang that um, on his '99 album when it came out. But it was also uh, a song that he made for one of my absolute favorite movies of my entire fucking life. I don't care what anybody says. It's an awesome movie, the 1998 uh, American Godzilla, and he that was a uh, promo song. Is that with the worm guy? Yeah, that is the best Godzilla. I know. People fucking hate it. They, They're wrong. They hate that movie. They're wrong because it completely went away from what Godzilla is and was. Uh, that's why people refer to it as Zilla, not Godzilla, the monster. The 
Because he, he's a mutated iguana. He's not like a radioactive like monster from the center of the earth. I am a big fan. Anyway. I'm a huge fan. I grew up with the 1998 Godzilla, and I had the album when I was a kid. So I just fucking love <laughs> it. That's that. where that came from. Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. That's a good question because I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I just thought you liked it. It's just on your playlist, and I was well, like, because, oh, it doesn't have cuss words. No, and it's... it's it's because he. I like him as an artist. He was extremely underrated and ahead of his time, and I just like that fucking song and. It's just my childhood. It, it does pump you up, though. Like it, it's, it's, it is exciting. It's 98, man. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a good year. 98, 99 were good years. <laughs> That's why. I actually picked out three songs, and they only replayed the one. So. Yeah, well, at least you got one. Every All the guys turned in songs, and some of them never got their songs played. Well, the so. DJ was having technical issues. Like problems with it? Yeah. Mm. Let's see. Coming back post-op and moving to Multiply from Ron Raps. Tips. Bench on that equipment at least once a week if you can handle it. Learn it. Be efficient with it. Um, Make smart jumps. Smart jumps. Break in the equipment slowly. Have good goddamn spotters at all times. If you're one of these guys that lifts alone, which is awesome, have a, self, have a foolproof self-spotting system. So if something does go wrong, you're safe. And just be consistent. And if you ever need anything, reach out to me. Uh, the bench felt nice. Inch or two lower to me. So compared to last year, it was actually an inch higher. Mm-hmm. Last year was an inch lower. That was one modification he mentioned. The bench was one inch higher, which is great for me. Because um, it did feel low last year. That was one complaint we had. And I guess that's relative to how long your legs are. You know, guys yeah. that are really have long limbs mm-hmm. versus guys that have short limbs. Yeah. Mouthpieces are the worst, someone said. <laughs> I just don't personally like them because I just, I I don't. And you haven't needed them. Like, you don't bite down or anything. I don't grind my teeth. I don't clench. I never did until a couple months ago when I started benching heavier. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like I was going to break my teeth. Cody said, only Scott can phantom dump a huge bench and not be hurt. Very true. Yeah, that just ninety-eight era was epic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I love, I loved it, man. The nineties were fucking just awesome. And actually, the third song that I picked, um, they didn't play. They just played the same song for all three. Um, I had a song for my second attempt was by Decapitated, which is one of my favorite bands out of uh, metal bands from Poland, um, from their album. Uh, organic hallucinosis and then the third song was actually a Jamiroquai but it was from the same album and uh, they didn't play it though so just the same Godzilla album no or just from the 99 album from the 99 okay. album <laughs> just just play the entire Godzilla soundtrack for me yeah. please thank you the whole soundtrack sucked except for that except one for song that one song <laughs> Rise Against the Machine had one it was kind of okay but anyway hmm. spotters are vital Never know when an arm could snap. Oh, don't say that shit, Cody. I mean, he's not wrong. At least he's... He's not wrong. He's being... <laughs> at least you're being... He should know. I know. <laughs> but you're... Um, I, I can't... Oh, boy. Yeah, spotters are vital, but face savers are even more vital because it's not fair, one, to put the lifter in that position, but two, it's not fair to put those spotters in that position. When the weight goes, it goes. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stop... 12, 13, 1400 pounds if it goes, especially the guys that their arms come out from underneath the bar. Mm-hmm. That there's no bent, the person's not there anymore. There's no, it's just bar body. Yep. Those guys cannot catch that that fast. They can't. And it's not fair to put all that pressure and responsibility on them. The meat director has to also be held accountable, and those face savers have to be there. This, we sign waivers. That's why you don't lift in a meat that won't have face savers. I'm responsible enough to just not lift in a meat without mm-hmm. face savers. So it's not fair to you. It's not fair to those fathers. Yeah. So uh, Nick Wyatt. Myatt. Myatt. Mm-hmm. From it, North Dallas Strength. Flip it upside down. Myatt. He dumped a grand. A few. Actually, all three. Mm-hmm. Didn't get hurt. I mean, he did it. He, he attempted it all three times. Uh, the only dump, the only really bad dump on Baddest Venture was Doug Smithy's last attempt at eleven. 11-something, and he brought it down. He, he like, drops the fucking bar. 
He's fast. And he dropped it, and then he actually dropped it, and his arm yeah. twisted. Did his arms come out? No, it just it And then Rob in. did one, but I don't I don't know if Rob's bar even touched the face savers. They were pretty yeah. quick with his, because his elbow came like, bleh. No, no. I don't know if you saw that. We had no injuries. No injuries. Everybody got mm-hmm. a 1,000-pound bench or more, which is just fucking absolutely awesome. Decapitated via... Or, yeah, I'm assuming that is awesome. It fucking is. The, the Organic Hallucinosis album <laughs> was the only album that they had that lead singer. I forget the kid's name. He was really young. That's why that one album sounds completely different than all the rest of them. Because his debut was that album... I think he got into a major wreck on tour or something, and he never did another album with them. So that particular album is my absolute fucking favorite one that they've ever produced, Organic Hallucinosis. Face are even more important if you snap an arm in half. Ask me how I know, Matt. God damn it. Mm, yeah, he's not wrong. I know. Upon a Burning Body Extermination, absolutely killer PR song. Oh, okay. I'll try to remember that. Screenshot it. All right, you screenshot. You got it. We'll add it to our gospel list. The arms. Don't, Cody, come on, man. Don't say that shit. <laughs> the arm snapping club. No. The arm snapping it's club. Not. We'll make t shirts. Ryan Kelly like, caught my bar. Yeah. After I called you or you called me that day, I called Ryan next to make sure he was okay. I know you were laughing and joking about it. He was also on a lot of painkillers when we talked to him. Right before he went under the knife, you're laughing and joking. I was like, Jesus Christ, Cody. And I called Ryan. He was about fucking in tears. He was so upset. So you are the best bencher ever. Well, thank you, Paul. Appreciate that. I don't make, I don't claim that. I just, I'm just a competitor like the rest of you. I've started doing some of your exercises and my, my is going up. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, if If you ever need anything, just, you know where to reach me. Just DM me on Instagram. Digging around the net, but can't find that bench bar. The F8 bench bar, you'd have to reach out. Uh, there's, there's, it's all, if you go to the uh, F8 page. Yeah, um, that's where they've got them through. Or sport. They're doing craft. pre-orders right now through F8. F8. And F8 is where you get the customization. Yes, it's actually a Sportcraft USA. Is also where you can find information about it. But the customizations, I think, goes through Rob exclusively. Mm-hmm. He has the, well, he doesn't have them yet. They're in transit. Well, because there's the Sportcraft bars, but then there's the F8 bars through Rob. Yeah, but it's made by Sportcraft. It's like a collab. I know, but if you want the F8 bar, you have to go through Rob. Okay. There you go. I can only imagine how long meets would take, but do you think walk-up songs are something that can become normal practice? Yes. It's just um, a matter of having a very handy... Uh, dedicated DJ who's willing yeah. to cycle th- and do the work pre-hand, like, okay, 90 lifters, okay, this one wants that song, this one wants that song, this yeah. one wants that song. It's, it's a lot easier when there's only seven guys. Yeah, seven guys is manageable. Like mine, I even told them, like, this song, but starting at, like, 40 seconds in, because yeah. the whole first 45, 50 seconds is just like a, this is just like noise. Yeah. Before the actual song starts. So it's like, okay. So yeah, like seven people, sure. But like... 90? 90? It's, it could be done. And then everyone's changing as the attempts change. and It's just going to have the programming. If somebody, if they change orders. Yeah. And their, their song still says attached to their names. I think it, I, I would love to see that be a normal practice. It's just a matter of who wants to do the extra work and who's willing to pay somebody to do it. Yeah, that's true. You know, let's see. Dying Fetus is the best band. No Bad Songs. Yeah, that's one of my favorite American uh, death metal bands. I really liked the 90s Cannibal Corpse when uh, Chris Barnes was the lead singer. I'm not a huge George Fisher fan. Eh, Some of their stuff is okay, but I really prefer the early 90s. See, like a common theme here, 90s uh, Cannibal Corpse. Dying Fetus is fucking awesome, too. Since we're talking about bench safety, this is Thomas again. Shouldn't we like implement some kind of hydraulic system above the bench with chains that can be activated instantly when shit goes wrong? It's almost like the, the idea. I think it should be something like maybe not hydraulic. Well, hydraulic is okay. almost like benching in a mono. Like the hydraulic of the mono lift. 
That in general would be nice. Like well, you could you could jacket the chains to a certain like some kind of system where you know the height that the lifter requests. Where if they dumped it, the chains would catch it like a quarter inch below. And just move the chains up and down via a hydraulic jack. Yeah, but then you have the added risk of the chains are around the bar like when you're squatting. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. But, like, your bar is whipping. What if that chain knocks into your bar and throws your shit off and you dump it? That's just one more thing that could get in the way as you're benching. Or, the you know, the chains are moving and those guys at arms are flying out. What if their arms get stuck between the arm and the chain? Mm-hmm. Face savers work. When they're proper face savers. They have to be... That's what they're there for. I told Tiny last year... And they were better this year. They were better this year, but they still need an additional couple of holes... Yeah. ...drilled in them so they could be a little bit higher. Because my fat fucking ass on that bench, I still have like four inches of my body above the highest point yeah, of the face Yeah, when you savers. got a big gut and t- short arms, not tiny arms, short arms. <laughs> but... Let's see... Lorna Shore, Immortal, if it's not already. I'm going to screenshot that one, too. There you go. (laughs) Thank you, Matt. Mothman, for these meets, they might want to implement something like Blaine Sumner's has in his gym with the special safeties. He's got an incredible setup. He's got these giant boxes. Well, he doesn't have side handoffs, so that's the only problem. Uh, He has a single man handoff? His wife. At a grand? Mm Mm-hmm. Or one of his training partners. But that's the thing. He has boxes that are his safety arms. And they're his exact height. And, I mean, they, they go the entire length of the bench all the way out. They're yeah. huge. So if he misses it, poof, they're on boxes. I mean, yeah, that's great. But you can't have There's a side. No side you can't no do side. side nope. And moving those boxes to be the exact height for several lifters yeah. just isn't. But if you're alone, yeah. Let's see. Agreed Mothman also in the hydraulic system. Let's see. The SPF used to do walkout songs like that, but I don't think it lasted a long time. It's it's a lot of work. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it'd be a lot of fucking work and a lot extra time. It's just one more giant step. So that's why I'm fly, like I'm, I mean, I could see if you had somebody like, like for example, at Army, like Joe standing there with his phone, and the next lifter could be like, "Can you play this?" And he just pops it up on Spotify. Sure, but like, that's, like, but that's, that's someone that has to stand yeah, there all stand there, day. That's one designated and, person that and has do to. that. Yeah. So that's and then you, ha- yeah. So would it be just, cool? Yeah. I think that it should. I mean, I, that's why I'm so happy when it does happen. Like at one of these big events, like Bass Bencher, because it, it never happens. So it's really special. Yeah. Even though it's just a song, it's just music. Yeah. But, but it's a, it was a special day. Let's see. Duncan's on here. I'm late to the party. What? What song did you walk out to? It's called Deeper Underground by Jamiroquai. Uh, 1998 or 1999. Too bad Chris Barnes ruined his voice, his new band. So, is that Six Feet Under? I thought he had a decent voice in Six Feet Under. That's, it sounds pretty gnarly, unless that's unless I'm behind on the times and uh, I'm, I'm not aware of a new band he's doing. The 90s were the best for sure. Yep. <laughs> best music, met my wife, and people weren't... Uh, Certain way, exactly. There you go. Pantera in the nineties. See, nineties. That was the time. Eiffel sixty five. I know that sounds strange. <laughs> but that was one of my first bands ever. Nineties. Not Blaine's boxes. He has a special machine in the ceiling. It's like a seatbelt strap where the once the weight moved up, it can't move down at all. Kind of like when a seatbelt locks up. Hmm. Oh. The strap is touching the bar? I'd have to really go back and we'll look. We'll have to go look, yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. But also, like, it, it would it be cool? Yeah. But could most meet directors mm. facilitate something like that? Yeah. Probably not. Especially when you're not doing it in a gym and you're in a venue. Yeah. There's... Yeah, Mothman. It's like straps that are attached to the ceiling and bar. Hmm. Gotcha. If you like American heavy metal, I, Camara, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I I used to listen to Camara a little bit. It wasn't quite the vocals didn't do it for me. I'm really big on vocals when it comes to my metal bands. So <laughs> that's so funny to me because you listen to shit and I they all sound the same to me. Just well, that's why you're not a metalhead. <laughs> 
Edge but then you say the same thing about every single country music artist. So. They all sound exactly the fucking same. No, they don't. They do not all sound the same. And the chicks sing about, he cheated, so I killed him. <laughs> That's all country is. Cheating boyfriends. Let's talk about that... the lyrics in your songs, bud. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> We're two here? sides of a coin over here. Yeah, not, not a big Camara fan, but, uh, so, anyway, guys, that's, I don't want to waste your entire Sunday night. I know we got, like, work and stuff coming up in the morning and all that, so, uh, and we gotta get inside to our powerless pitch home. black house. It's still, the power's still out, because, see, over here, these guys have power. There's one, and then there's one way down there. See these two apartments? They got power. There's power back here. You can't even see our apartment. It's pitch black. So that's fun. We gotta go sit in the dark until they turn the power back on. And I can't uh, I can't sleep until the power comes back on because I have to sleep with the fucking machine. Speaking of the 90s and metal, this is Matt. Morbid Angel or Obituary. I've heard of both. Not listened to either one. Hmm. I'm very... I, got, I, I started with... My first metal band was Devil Driver. Then I went to normal teenage you know metal band like uh slipknot and then uh kill switch kill switch sucks i don't give a fuck how did you find was it just like in fye and you just found them in the yeah metal section i just i went to the metal section i used to <laughs> scan it and listen to it and like holy shit i buy that one and back when those CDs, were the days when cds were still a thing and the nastier and gorier it was the more i liked it then that's technically the first place I ever met you was FYE. Technically, in passing. I mean, I we didn't know didn't each other. You. You yeah, just, we like, were just you there. Were there, and I saw you, yeah. and you saw me, and I was like, oh. it wasn't for what probably another year. Well, longer than that. Before we actually got that was introduced. my that was like my sophomore year in high school. Oh, so. really? Were we that young? Mm -hmm. Huh. Sophomore or freshman? I was still hanging out with like with Zach and all my friends. Yeah. Huh. Former friends. Morbid anyway. Angel is the shit. Yes, I'll check that shit out. Um, so yeah, uh, like I said, guys, I don't want to old Sepultura. I've heard of that as well. <laughs> I keep getting cool. We start talking about nineties. I have nostalgia of going into FYE for that very same reason. Yeah. I was in there all the, I couldn't get enough. That was the place to be though. I, I could not get enough of my metal bands. And you had your CD case that had like oh, yeah, paint and nails nail running through it. it. Staples. And I can't I, tell you how many times I was on the seat and I sat down and got a nail in my ass in the put, first three months we were dating. I put fake blood in it and I used to cut like Cannibal Corpse lyrics out and like. Oh, and like the little pictures. Paste them in there. And, that was uh, actually really cool. It was. It was. Yeah. It was very metal of you, bud. And I took a quote from Albert Fish, the the gray man, the 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 cannibal fucking uh, um, child killer. Child killer from the twenties. Yeah. I took Disgusting. some of his. A quote from one of his letters and wrote it on the back of the CD case. Like, I was I was really heavy into that shit. But Kills, he turned out completely normal, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I don't know. Killswitch is, is home down Boston shit. I gotta back him up. I yeah. just... I... Ugh, no. It's like Mushroom Head. Mushroom Head and Killswitch. A couple of songs were cool. The more I listened to them, I fucking started hating them more and more. I was like, ah, I'm not into this shit. Now, Cannibal Corpse, Decapitated, Vader. Ironically, some of those are all from Poland, right? But uh, it's a theme here. This theme going on. Hmm. The heavier, the better. Um, but the lyrics have to be. I'm talking like guttural, like Chris Barnes. Yeah, that's stuff that you could not have as your music for Badass Venture. Oh, I could. What? Yeah. Ugh. Decap. The song from Decapitated was. I mean, I guess. Oh yeah, Decapitated. I was gonna say like I guess like. There's technically no cuss words. As long as it didn't have any swear words, you can it's play whatever you gross. want. I would not let you play some of those songs. There were literal children. Fuck them. Right there. <laughs> no! <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they, they wouldn't even know that what they're saying anyway, so what's the matter, right? I still think you should have played, My dick is big. My dick is yeah, very big. Yeah, talking about something they wouldn't let me listen to. <laughs> Black Dahlia murder frontman died a couple of days ago. Oh, shit. That ain't good. Cold Chamber. Well, I listened to. So I didn't listen to Cold Chamber. I listened to Devil Driver. Same same lead singer. 
I was a big I was a big Devil Driver fan. Behemoth, uh huh. I like Behemoth. Gideon. Now we're just talking metal. Mm -hmm. Obituary is awesome for the first two albums. Morbid Angel has some best songs. Slam, Metal Extermination, Dismemberment is insane heavy. I'm gonna screenshot that one. Let's see what else we got here. Getting down to the end. Okay. The kids would love it, he said. Cody said the kids yeah, would love it. Yeah, I'm sure. So, guys, please, uh, I don't want to waste your entire night. I just wanted to come on here and talk about The Baddest Bencher. It was dope as fuck. Mm -hmm. We'll have uh, a post up tomorrow. Once. Yeah, and Patreon. We haven't even watched everything yet. I haven't. We haven't seen anything or looked through pictures. We've just all the All the warm-up stuff, all the travel stuff, that's going on Patreon tonight. I'm going to edit it when we get inside of our pitch black apartment you're so salty about that. i am it's bullshit because there's no wind there's no snow there's no reason for it yeah it's just out again and like they have power and like we've been traveling we just need showers and sleep oh, Travis just joined in the chat i'm sure it was addressed how did the best badass venture go very uh, well very well i got first place travis bench 1273 took first and this was all recorded for the podcast so i'll put that up too we'll get that together and it'll yep. be up tomorrow or tuesday yep just so everyone can and the go back and like listen to it. Like I said, the it. Patreon is going up tonight. I just got to edit it all together and get it, probably voice it over and stuff. Yeah, but overall, Baddest Bencher, it was very well. Tiny did a very, very good job. We're excited to see it on ESPN. I'm excited to see all the footage because we haven't seen like the live stream stuff. We didn't see yeah. what everyone else got to see. Nope, not yet. So I'm excited to see how all that comes together. Yeah. Very proud of every single guy that lifted all the handoff guys all the spotters thank you it's a hell awesome of a show meeting. awesome meeting you too i think we've met once before maybe but yeah good good to, good to see you again <laughs> and uh, yeah patreon's going up tonight like i said i'll get it all i'll get it all together espn is probably august if That's they pick it up yeah if they pick it up it'll be espn 2 in August, mm -hmm. yes, we okay. And Tiny should have more information on that. Yeah, we'll he'll just, probably post about it later. I hope yeah. Tiny spent the entire day sleeping today. Yeah. <laughs> so that's we get my to hear Katie him. yelling. She didn't yell very much, or if she did, you couldn't hear. Yeah. She wasn't loud on the platform. She had to be behind the platform. Yeah. Your other account got banned. This is my new one. Okay, I will have to go and find you and follow you then. Yeah. We'll find out when we watch the videos if you can hear. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> So please, guys, have a good rest of your night. I don't want to, I don't want you to waste your time listening to me anymore. I'll be on here probably next week or the week after. Just look for me on the weekends, typically on Saturday nights, about um, seven or eight o'clock on Eastern Standard uh, on Saturdays uh, in the evenings. I'm gonna try and get some sleep. And oh, I can't sleep till the power comes on, can I? That's all right. We'll go rest. You'll be fine. Uh, thank you all for the support. Uh, please have a good night, and we'll talk to you next time.